Sophia Bush, Diane Feinstein, and Antonio Banderas play a big role in today's version of Things You Might Have Heard from the Conversation Project. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, and I'm going to give you in a few moments some of the latest news for information, current events, and pop culture that you actually had a hand in picking because you told us the stories were the most relevant, the coolest, the most conversational. We'll explain how all that works a little bit later after we get through the headlines. We have eight headlines for you today to get your news day started as we do this live, as I'm saying these words, 5.50 a.m. every single weekday morning on this Thursday, August the 10th, uh, getting it in today. And after we get through the headlines, one of them include Diane Feinstein and a bit of, an, of a sort of a setback again. We're going to get to, um, you know, some more natural stuff for podcasts and new stuff. You know, the salesy stuff, the promotion stuff, all that stuff will happen. And the explanation of how you actually get a hand in choosing the stories. Then we have some fun stuff to come at the end. So trust me, stay for the fun stuff. Give us about 12 for 13 minutes, get the news through, and then as we get through the sales. And then the fun stuff will be worth it, guaranteed. I want to remind you very quickly that we have a main website that is this. It's a conversationproject.com where we house all of our archives and all the access to everything we do all week long. News content for you, conversational news content for you all week long. Check it out at this. It's a conversationproject.com. But not now, because now it's time to get into the headlines. Eight stories that were vetted by you and created by me for this morning for this Thursday, August the 10th, 2023. Let's get into the news with the first headline of the morning. This one was a surprise uh, because I didn't expect very much out of it. But this one was by leaps and bounds and probably want to be maybe possibly already the top story for the week. when we do the weekly wrap up. Sophia Bush refuses to pay spouse report in bitter divorce. These are stories that are fairly common, and we've had a lot of these lately where very famous, beautiful-looking people uh, can't seem to figure out how to live together and are getting divorced. In this case, the very famous female in the, in the um, couple is not wanting to pay a bunch of money to the spouse being a male because, well, let's get into it. So Sophia Bush is asked, asking a judge to order no spousal support. Uh, to be paid to either party in the divorce, either, both ways, basically. The actress claims she had a prenuptial agreement that stated she didn't have to pay spousal support, so she doesn't want to do that. The actress claims the couple signed an agreement, her and her husband, Grant Hughes, uh, and wants them to split the attorney fees. Child support also off the table since they have no children. That's kind of obvious. But essentially, she shouldn't have to pay for his lifestyle going forward because they have a prenup because she had the money. Now, in usual cases of these, it's the other way around. The man has to pay up because it's, you know, the whole half thing. Nowadays, because of equality, to be honest, um, the rights on both ends are sort of coming together. Now, there's a lot more women getting better deals for their um, arrangements. And more men who, in most cases, would kind of be looked down upon and looking for spousal support are getting it as well. We'll see how this plays out for Sophia Bush. Sorry for my speaking this morning for Sophia Bush. But right now, she says that Grant Hughes ain't getting her money because she had a prenup. That's the way, just the way Kanye wrote it. Now, people are worried about Diane Feinstein. Now, she went to the hospital after a minor fall at her home, and I believe she's still at home right now, released from the hospital, but at home. But it was a, about two hours uh, at the hospital for a minor fall at her home. People are extremely worried about Diane Feinstein's health as she's being closely watched while at work because obviously she's working for the government, keeping the government running, and just in general life. Many people are calling for her to resign because of all the health issues she's had. She is not running for re-election, so that is one thing, but the uh, 90-year-old um, 
lawmaker is still in the power that she's in the seat of power she already has. People are not very happy about that. Some people wish that she would get out the way so things can get done. Some people wish she'd get out the way so she can just sort of live her life. We will see how this plays out as there are three very prominent Democrats running for the seat. One of them is kind of in the lead of the two. And many folks have thought about it. But with Feinstein being one of the biggest power brokers in the Congress and one of the oldest players in the Congress, a vacuum is about to come or somebody's going to take over that spot and do a lot of damage, good or bad. We'll play that one by ear. Also playing it by ear are the Hollywood writers and actors. They're feeling a financial pitch as they are asking for more support. Recent weeks uh, for the entertainment industry have been hard as this is uh, now going on a few months for the writer's strike. About, about a month or so, maybe a couple extra days on that for the actor's strike. And what you see is people who don't work don't get paid. People don't get paid have issues paying bills and eating, to be honest, taking care of the children and their families. So what's happening at this point is more of the lower tiered actors, more of the working actors who actually make a living off this, but maybe not the greatest living, are acting for financial support for the strikers. And there's plenty of ways they're getting that. Some of the people with lots of money are donating money to the cause. Some people are also donating money to the actual charities or kind of GoFundMes to keep things going on. And many people out there uh, are giving to people's private Patreons and GoFundMes to keep things going. Uh, people with sort of niche kind of projects going out there that can ask for donations directly because it's not being an actor, it's being a certain project. So they're doing what they can to keep things going because Hollywood's not working. The TV shows aren't producing, the movies aren't producing, um, the best boys and gaffes and the honestly the um, the people doing catering. They're not working because the sets aren't working. A lot of folks right now Feeling the financial pitch right now, uh, the big thing about this is when you have a strike, the owners tend to sit back with their money and think they'll, they can wait it out because the strikers need to get paid. We have cash on reserve. We will see how this plays out and what happens sooner or later uh, with this. It's Fran Drescher, the president of SAG-AFTRA, has been doing a lot of spots talking about why they're still striking, what's important about it. We'll see if her case is being heard and being felt by the people who are going to give them, the people like us watching TV, for support or tell them to get back to work. Utah man suspected in threatening President Joe Biden shot and killed by FBI as search warrant was issued. Very quickly on this one, there is a man in Utah who uh, basically sends off troubling notes to all sorts of folks, uh, sent something off about the uh, uh, DA in New York, Alvin Bragg, sends lots of things about Kamala Harris, which they tend to do, and sent off a couple things about Joe Biden. Now, he's been doing this for literally months, and because Joe Biden's scheduled to appear in Utah on Wednesday, the FBI, helping out the Secret Service, decided to serve a search warrant and sort of talk to the guy. It actually came last week, and he said, come back with a warrant. They came back with a warrant. He came, They went knocking on the door. He literally pulled a gun on them and was shot dead. Period. Um, this is a guy who's had a lot of issues. If you go through some of the news stories and his social media stuff, you'll see a guy who's troubled. You see a guy with lots of guns. You'll see a guy who may be needing a little bit of help in these issues. This is not the help we wish he had gotten, but the story in this case is now over. This is done and said and done for this man and we will see what plays out if anything interesting happens in the trip to Utah next week. Hopefully not. Coup leaders in Niger grow increasingly defiant. U.S. officials losing hope. Niger, Niger, um, 
all sorts of oddness going on in, in this in this that nation where the coup by the junta who's essentially said you know we're taking over to forget the president who's actually been sort of locked away with no internet no power for about two three weeks um they're not giving up the african nations around there are preparing their own personal hit squads for lack of better terms to go in there and try to clear things out but um it looks like the the junta they're dug in they are reaching out to folks like president putin and um the wagner group for some support because they're looking for changes this thing's about to get bad worse really really quick keep your eye on this story here because at the moment the United States has very little say in this because it's not a United States territory. It's not about the states. It's really a French-governed uh, um, colony from back in the day. And trust me, the, the um, Nigerians are um, not very happy with the French right now. Donald Trump's Twitter account info turned over to special counsel as part of search warrant. Now, Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, is going to be a part of a lot of things going on with special counsel because... The words that Donald Trump said are um, free speech, but they also are speech that can lead breadcrumbs to what's going on. And that protected speech, free speech, whatever you call it, will be tested in federal court as the special counsel, Jack Smith himself, wanted his tweets, now X's, whatever you want to call them. Even though Donald Trump's not been on the platform for quite some time, uh, he's there. Twitter was formally asked for this before and was fined $350,000 for missing their deadline for hit this. They're not missing a deadline this time. They went ahead and gave over the tweets from Donald Trump. We shall probably see what some of these things tie into all of the indictments, all of the cases against Donald Trump, unless there's some other real injunction. I'm sure Trump will sue for that to be waived. We'll see how that works out going forward. Ozembic and Mujaro users sue companies claiming potential for severe stomach issues not disclosed now a little disclosure on my end i was uh, on ozembic for uh, about two months or so after i had my um issues uh in the hospital and it was very great for my uh for, for my health and except for the fact that it would cost way too much i should be using and probably singing his praises and also, I suffered some some of your stomach pain and issues that I believe was essentially getting used to the drug. Some people are having so severe issues, gastronomical issues, it is literally um, killing them or making them die much faster than the diseases that Ozembic and, uh, and uh, Munjaro are supposed to help you take care of your diabetes. Because of that, some people are suing because the side effects were not listed early on in their being prescribed this. And if they knew that and they knew what they were susceptible for, they could have taken something else. We'll see how this goes on as there's usually something about some great wonder drug that comes back to bite us in the butt. Here's a case where a great drug for diabetes and your A1C that also helps you lose some weight may help you find your stomach in permanent knots. Not a great thing. And finally, police divers have found... 32 cars submerged in the Florida lake. This is coming from a cold case uh, group that is finding these cars and saying that basically all 32 of these cars, the bulk of these cars are linked to old crimes. They could solve 32 or more cold cases because of these cars submerged in the lake. Now, they're not just, you know, just random cars that just sort of went off the road. These are cars that apparently this was a very popular spot to hide your, your cars for some reason. And now they're going to go through these one by one. Uh, 
it's a lake near Miami International Airport. Uh, several dozen cars found there. Uh, the cold case actors are extremely excited about the work they can get done with this. Also a bit saddened about all the work that's gone into this to pull all those cars. These are could go back to as much as uh, 40 years ago. Some of the cars only submerged apparently about two months ago. So they have a lot of work to get to. In today's batch of apologies, errors, and omissions, we're not talking about two um, stars that were posted in our in our feeds that you engaged with that were in range to talk about Lil Tay and Robbie Robertson. Lil Tay, the internet rapper, uh, dying yesterday, and the leader of the or the lead guitarist and songwriter of the band, not so much the leader of the band, Robbie Robertson, dying at the age of 80. We also aren't talking about the fires that are going on in Hawaii, and that's because we actually didn't post a story yesterday about the fires. We posted one coming in today. At There are currently 36 people who have been, as we're saying this in, in the live recording, 36 people who have died because of the fires, and it's very serious, very, um, very, very tragic what's going on. We assume there'll be some updates and you will engage in that one and we'll have a bigger update in tomorrow's edition of the news. So we'll see that. But today, we literally didn't post it on purpose. We were waiting for it to play out and it played out extremely deadly uh, going forward. Now, let's talk about how the feeds work and how you vet the stories. I told you that would happen. We're going to do that right here. We're going to talk about it uh, with this story right here. This is the headline that we could talk about tomorrow if you deem it worthy of chat. And it is about Weird Barbie. Mattel is releasing a limited edition bunch of Weird Barbies so you don't have to break them yourselves. They come pre-broken technically uh so if you want to get your hands on a weird, weird barbie and pay extra money for it and if you want to talk about that this is what happens every 50 minutes or so we post a story on the feeds the feeds are our facebook and our twitter feeds x feeds now if you will and every 50 minutes we'll put a post news link to various different sources you go to check your facebook you go to check your twitter and you just engage in those stories as you would anything else like them, love them, hate them, share them. Do what you can, do what you must to get the news into us. And what we do on Tuesday through Friday, now listen to me, Tuesday through Friday, we take the top 15 stories. We're to spend about 30 hours from midnight uh, the one day to about 4 or 5 in the morning to the next day. I guess technically that's that's about 30 hours. And then we'll rank the, we'll rank the engagement scores and we'll give you what they go from top to bottom. We will take the top 15 and pull eight of those stories and mold them into the newscast you just heard. And that's that goes from there. On Monday, we have three days plus a few hours, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we take the top 30 stories from the full weekend, 90 or so stories posted throughout the weekend. And we take top 30 stories and pull 10, larger, larger field to pull from, but less stories in by comparison. But we try to make it work so we don't get too long. That happens every single week. And we can talk about Weird Barbie tomorrow. If you deem this one conversational, go to our feeds. As we said, this is the Conversation Project on Facebook and TH underscore conversation on your X right now or in about seven or eight more minutes after we get to uh, the good stuff. Let's talk about our sponsor today. Our sponsor for today is called Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. And if you visit us, at this is a conversation project.com slash blinkist. You can get this app for a great deal, and we get a little bit back from, th from that. We are using this affiliate link to share the world of knowledge and quickness. Blinkist is an app I've been using for 
quite some time. Everything, you know, is relative in timeline. So I just sort of say everything's a decade. But I think Blink is something I've been using for about 10 years, a decade for a long time to read books. I get a book in for the bed and a book in on the way to work because Blink is gives you a book in 15 minutes or less most times. Sometimes they're longer. Sometimes they're really long. When I read Robert Greene's uh, um, the works on power, um, since those books take literally days to read, um, it took days like within like 30, 40 minutes to get it through that one when, when the audiobook was about 12, 13, 14 hours of reading in those books. It condenses a regular a non-fictional book or autobiography into more or less 15 minutes of quick reading called Blinks. Those are the main points of the stories. Or audio versions where you can listen and read and listen at the same time. And you can also make Blink spaces where you can share your Blinks with other people and enjoy them. Make a book club of Blinks instead of full books if you like to. Check it out at this. It's a conversationproject.com slash Blinkist. This is a conversationproject.com slash Blinkist. This is an affiliate link. So if you buy from them, we get a little back for you. We thank you so much in advance for checking this out. We also thank you in advance uh, as we do our promotions part here on The Conversation Project. The Conversation Project lives, as I've said many, many times, at this, it's a conversation project dot com online we have the archives and all the stuff we do all week long we have this show here live at 5 50 a.m friday or weekday mornings Monday through friday and then the weekly wrap up that comes in on the weekend plus the story of the week and replays of everything all over the place and little shorts we do for videos and trying to write some articles as well we're trying to time out articles back to school time means a whole different change of schedule we're back in school mode now so we have to shift the schedule the the burst of summertime i had to do a lot more stuff and and do you know experiment is over so we're going to see which things work out the best we ask you to let us know what things have worked out best email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com let us know what things are good uh go to our feeds on facebook and twitter and engage in the story so we know what stories are good share all those things with other folks so we get more good stuff from other people and if we're doing good work we ask maybe you stop by our sponsorship page visit a sponsor or stop by our partnership page and find a way to partner up with us directly so we can get more of the stuff done uh we can get more stuff done with a little more help but help means quality people who need to be paid for their work so we want to make sure we can pay some help so if you want to help us out with that check us out at our website and see what it is that you feel up to doing now good stuff fun stuff right here right now starting off with birthdays on the 10th of august and we kick things off with rosanna arquette turning 64 years old on the day also as promised antonio banderas i don't do accents i don't do them because they're bad but i just cannot help not doing that one even if i can't roll my r's 63 years old on the day for antonio banderas and angie Harmon turning 51 years old on the day today Today in history, our lesson for the 10th of August in 2023 starts out by going back to 1981. And this is a gruesome one. This one may get us a tag for explicit, so bear with us. But this is a big deal. The head of John Walsh's son, Adam, was found in Hollywood, Florida. This event would later prompt the U.S. Congress to pass the Missing Children's Act, giving the Federal Bureau of Investigations greater authority to track the disappearance of children. It also made John Walsh a national spokesperson against crime and eventually led to the establishment of the show, America's Most Wanted, and the spinoffs that have gone beyond that one. Uh, a, a star is born in a very, very unstar-like manner uh, when John Walsh suffering from the, the horrific death of his son, but turning that into something that has helped 
literally thousands of people across the nation, maybe the world, uh, with um, shows that he has done and appearances he has done, and especially with the Missing Children's Act. In 1999, a 32-year-old Egyptian man pronounced dead after drowning regained consciousness after spending three hours in a morgue refrigerator. Probably got a little chilly and started banging on the door. And in, in 2019, get that one right, financier Jeffrey Epstein was found dead in apparent suicide in his jail cell in New York while awaiting trial for sex trafficking charges. Very grim on the history today, but this was the day that uh, Epstein was found dead, you know, four years ago, which spawned all the memes that, you know, he couldn't quite done it himself, which is a whole nother meme, whole nother story, whole nother podcast for, a, trust me, a whole nother day. We're going to get out of the grim and go to the fun, the real fun. August 10th is Duran Duran Appreciation Day. Why is August 10th Duran Duran Appreciation Day? A Detroit a DJ wanted to celebrate Duran Duran Appreciation Day and his birthday so he merged the two together. Like peanut butter and chocolate, the um, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup of Celebrations, his birthday and a national fake holiday for Duran Duran came together. Really, there's no reason not to celebrate Duran Duran every single day because they are one of the greatest bands in the ever. But today is officially unofficially, because some dude made it up, Duran Duran Appreciation Day. So happy birthday, radio DJ, and happy Duran Duran Appreciation Day for all of us. Finally, one more thing you might not have heard. According to a study published by Harvard Medical School, walking can offer numerous health benefits similar to those of more strenuous exercise. Walking is more than good enough. It can improve cardiac health, support the circulatory system, and help maintain a healthy weight, among other benefits. Another study by Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory in California found that brisk walking could lower the risk of heart disease just as much as running, emphasized by the efficiency of the simple activity. It's the same thing, just a little bit slower and actually better on your joints. The Mayo Clinic also advocates for the benefits of walking, knowing that it's gentler on the joints, as I just said, compared to walking, thus reducing the risk of injury. And finally, a study published in the British Journal of Sports Medicine revealed that walking at a fast pace over five miles an hour could lead to a longer life, underlying the efficiency, I always mess up that word, of an optimal form of exercise. Walking is probably the perfect exercise because it's everything you do in anything else that's super anaerobic, except it's slower, better for your joints. And you can also add in, because it's not so crazy, little movements and things like that, squats and, and arm things to get a full body workout on a good walk. I'm currently doing the... Um, the St. Jude two miles a day um, challenge where you have to do two miles of something a day. And trust me, my ankles are not down for running anymore. So we are walking two miles plus a day. And um, so far, so good. Look for me on my Facebook page, my actual Facebook page, if you want to check that out and maybe donate to that cause. You can donate to us at our at our um uh, our partnerships page if you like to and help get these things done better because right now we're done. Very bad transition, so that may not be the great selling point. But for the Thursday, August 10th edition of Things You Might Have Heard, we thank you so much for being with us for this day. If there's news we missed, let us know at the conversation inbox at gmail.com or reply to us in the feeds that you saw the news that you think we missed. Also, check out the feed so you can make sure we don't miss it next time. Be a part of the family by going to our website and finding out more about us and stay limber. Stay hydrated and stay on task for all the great things we need you here to do to live your life to as long 
and fullest as possible. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. Thank you so much for being with us for today and every single day that you join us for this five days a week live or the weekend stuff that's recorded and goes long. We will see you again to wrap up this week, a very long week. And as I said, in personal life, for folks who care or wonder why things are changing, time has been crunched again as we're back to a different pattern for school. School has started for my kid in a, in a big chunk of Arkansas uh, as of now. So um, you're going to see the time crunch, a few things less. But because of that, we've learned how to do a few things more and more efficiently. You let us know how what's good, what's not good, and we'll roll with that. In the meantime... I'm going to hit the actual button I need to hit to get out of here for the day. Have a great day. Enjoy your Thursday. Love you much. We'll see you tomorrow.